The topic is already informed to us, already told. Follow me. We follow many uh, sports personals, uh, many um, teams, either cricket or football. We have our favorite uh, teams. We have our favorite uh, sports personnel. Why we uh, follow them, why we call them favorite? Probably because they are successful. They hit many goals, um, or the way they conduct themselves, the way they present themselves uh, before the crowd. Uh, we like uh, them, and therefore we want to follow them. We choose them, uh, and we want to be a part of the fan base, part of his or her fan base. Are we faithful? in following the favorite team. 10 years ago, I would say, if you choose your favorite team, you stick with them. But I don't think that is the case. Uh, you, 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 you change your favorite uh, sports person, probably because the success rate is going down, or he's no more relevant, or she is not active. So you choose other favorite person. Or if a person is caught in some scandal, we don't follow the person anymore. But in all these cases, you chose your favorite team. You chose whether to stay with the person or not to stay with the person. Now the question comes to us. Can I choose God? Are we able to choose God? Or am I able? That's the question we need to be asking. God is the creator. He is the one who created all that is seen and unseen. He is on the throne. A great God. The Bible says, heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. Such a great God. Can I choose him? I cannot choose him because he is beyond my limit, beyond comprehension. Unless he reveals himself, I cannot follow him. Unless he comes and shows himself, I cannot be his follower. That's what important here. God chose us, therefore he sent his son Jesus to us. That's epiphany. Epiphany means what? God reveals himself to us. We don't have the natural instinct to know God. We don't have the natural way of choosing God. That's impossible. But God comes to our level and reveals himself to us. That's what we read. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. If you are staying in darkness, 
how can we know the light the light has to come then we can experience the light now let me ask you another question do we have the natural instinct to follow god do we have the natural instinct to follow the rules we are rebellious we don't want to follow rules we want to break every rule uh, yeah, i can bring examples about the traffic rules i think the people here in netherlands they pretty much follow the traffic rules uh, this morning i saw somebody jumping the red light uh, probably they know that particular <laughs> so traffic light uh, signal doesn't have a camera uh, i lived in kuwait kuwait if you drive on the highway it's a nightmare people don't follow the lane discipline you cannot hit the first lane it's very dangerous uh, there's a number uh, a road number called 30 accidents take place all the time there people are naturally rebellious so the question comes do we have the natural instinct to follow jesus that's the reason jesus comes to us in front of us and says follow me we are able to follow him because we don't have that natural instinct if you look at the entire old testament god tried tried many ways to see that people follow him but god became tired and i want to read this words from psalm 95 verse 10 it says for 40 years i loathed that generation and said they are a people whose hearts go astray and they do not regard my ways god is tired of his people now he sent his son jesus jesus reveals himself in various ways to his people he came to capernaum he was walking by the side of the lake uh, galilee as he was walking he saw peter and andrew and called them and said follow me Jesus did not come with the strange dress like John the Baptist. John the Baptist had a unique uh, lifestyle. He had a unique uh, eating habits. Jesus did not have that kind of a funny uh, eating habits. He was one among them. He was walking with them with the ordinary clothes, with the ordinary lifestyle and came to Peter and Andrew and said follow me If you look at Jesus if you read the gospels you would notice the famous words of Jesus is uh, or follow me If he comes to you face to face and sees you he will say these words to you follow me Harrison follow me these are his famous words and he, and he comes with a very gentle approach 
very ordinary approach and he calls us to follow him. Four people on this particular passage that is read to us decided to follow him. In fact, Jesus chose them. They don't have the option of choosing him, but Jesus chose them and now they have the option either to obey or disobey. God chose all of us. In Jesus, we are all chosen. But the choice is with us to either obey or disobey. Um, whenever I prepare uh, parents for their children's baptism, infant baptism, I always say that to the parents. You know, you can ask your children whether your child wants uh, tea or coffee. That option can be given. Whether your child wants biryani, chicken biryani or mutton biryani, that option is given. But when it comes to God, no option. God is a priority. Don't ask your children, are you going to church today? That's not an option at all. We, you know, I know that you may say that it doesn't work that way, but it certainly worked in me. It certainly worked in our children's lives. Such option is not available. Do you give your children option of going to studies, going to school? When it comes to God, it's not about options, it's not about choices, it is about obeying. Obey. God is the priority. He has come to our form and said, follow me. Are we listening to that? Jesus is on a mission. Great mission. His kingdom has come and he brought the kingdom and he wants, his, uh, he wants people to be part of his kingdom. He's not going out choosing the choicest people. Or he's not there out to choose the best people in the world. No. If you are establishing your own firm, if your own uh, organization, you are looking for the choicest people or, or the best people. But that's not the way Jesus is. Jesus comes to us and he invites, he calls the ordinary people so that he can make us extraordinary. That's the way he works. He chose me, he chose you. Not because we are somebody great. He chose us because he chose us. That's it. And he wants us to follow him so that he can make us extraordinary people. We follow him. How do we follow him? In, uh, in the case of following uh, the sports personnel, we are called armchair followers because we don't make big commitment to that person. We sit in our comfort zone and we follow the sports person. We criticize, we speak in favor, but that's big, there's no big commitment made towards the sports person. But that's not the way we follow Jesus. Jesus comes to us and says, follow me. 
That means we are going to make commitment to follow him. We cannot follow him from distance. If you do that, we may lose him. Many of us do that. Okay, we follow you, but you walk a little far. I, I will follow from uh, far distance. If you do that, we may lose him. If Jesus, when he calls you, he calls, to, calls you to unknown territory. If you are going to unknown territory, then it is wise to follow the leader closely. If you follow the leader from a distance, then we may not reach the destination. You know, we think that following Jesus is a little bit of a difficult one. Uh, I may have to leave this. I may have to do this. Uh, I may not be in my comfort zone. This is what we always think. But that's not true. That's not true at all. The more you come closer to him, the more you walk closely behind him, the more you enjoy. It's enjoyable. When I came to ministry, when I was just 20 years old, my parents thought that I was taking a wrong decision. They thought that I would become the poorest of the poor and all my siblings would be extraordinarily doing well in their career. So they discouraged. But God, in his own uh, grace, called me, gave me energy to come to the ministry. And now 37 years have gone. When I look back, I never lacked anything. He didn't make me the richest of the rich, and I don't think he is going to make me the richest person on this earth. No, not at all. But I never lacked anything in life. I was not faithful, but the one who called us, always faithful. The commitment that you make to him, he remembers it very vividly, very beautifully. Wonderful journey. We have to listen to him and we have to follow him. That's it. The more faithful we become, the better it is. And. That's, that's beautiful, isn't it? When you follow Jesus, it's a commitment involved. That's what Jesus said. If anybody wants to follow me, he should deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. Yes, that's the commitment we had to take because taking up the cross means, you know, you have to remember that you died to yourself and you live for Jesus. Um, this particular uh, phrase we may be remembering, dead man walking. What is dead man walking? When uh, the person who is going to be hanged, the one who is going to be executed, he's taken on that day from his uh, uh, prison cell to the gallows. As he was walking, the fellow prisoners call him dead man walking. What does that mean? <laughs> He is alive, but he is as good as dead. In a couple of minutes, he is going to uh, be uh, killed, or he is going to be executed, he is going to be hanged. Dead man walking. 
When I follow Jesus, I had to remember that dead man walking. I died for myself, but Jesus lives in me. Take up the cross. You are no more of your own. You belong to Jesus. Take up that cross and follow him. I want to finish with this illustration. It's a true incident. It's about a rescue operation. Hostages were kept uh, in, a, in a dark room. Uh, every morning, the militants will open the door with their weapons, throw some food, and go away. These hostages were there in that room for some time. Uh, their frame of mind, everything changed. They lived in that darkness. They did not have any hope. And every time when these militants opened the door, uh, they were uh, fear-stricken, and they did not know what to do. With that fear, they stayed in that room. It's a true incident. All of a sudden, one day, the door opened. Some uh, group came with full weapon. Uh, and they said, we are the rescue team. We have come to rescue you. Follow us. Come on. They started telling them, the time is running out. Get up and follow. Nobody moved. Nobody moved. A soldier, looking at the situation, did something remarkable. He unarmed himself. He took every weapon from him, dropped everything on the floor and came to one of the hostage and uh, put his hand around him and said, we have come to rescue you. Follow us. He took his hand and started walking one by one, one by one. Everybody followed and in no time, everybody was in an aircraft to safety. Jesus came to us in that form. He became one among us. And he came to our level, and he looks at us and says, follow me. We need to be following him closely. We need to be following with commitment. May the dear Lord help us so that we are sincere followers of our Lord Jesus. God bless us all. Amen.